Jackie Jang. And oh my gosh, I love you too. I miss you. I wish we were together IRL. I mean, these two really don't need any introduction. It's Daniel Cusimano and Matthew Papadia. Did I say those right? Yeah. You always do. I hope you do. Y'all have really <laughs> hard last names. I was a little nervous. It's the but, Italian, what can you say? Okay, well, I nailed it. I nailed it. So I'm glad to hear that. But I'm really, really excited because we are launching a podcast and it's called Healing Heartbreakers. And um, Daniel's our special guest, but I don't know if he kills it today. Maybe we'll bring him back. I don't know. Oh, bring him back. We love Daniel. But um, this is a really fun concept. Basically, all three of us are love experts. We're all in very happy relationships. Ah, jump off the cliff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. But then we were like, you know what? Whatever. It's okay. Let's just give people love advice because why not? I'm scared. I'm a little scared. Yeah. We might be giving people terrible advice, but it's okay. So basically we each have a Reddit post and yep. we're just going to read it and then we're going to react. And uh, anyone who is watching on TikTok or Instagram or whatever social media platform, we really want you to engage in the conversation. So tell us what you're thinking about these stories. And then if you have your own stories, please let us know. But the first one, since Daniel, you're feeling a little sick. No, I, Matt was just playing with you. I'm oh, okay. Be, I was like, <laughs> you yesterday you were hacking up. Oh, all maybe of a little bit. Yeah, maybe a little bit. I'm like a little congested, but I'm good now. Okay, it? so a little congested. So oh my goodness. Well, we were gonna stick with the sick theme, but I guess that's I not it. relevant now. But whatever. Um, but okay. So this Reddit post is about a sick person. It is titled "My boyfriend left me alone while I was sick, and I'm reconsidering." The relationship. Okay, that sounds juicy. Let's get this Very started juicy. here. Okay, so my boyfriend, 22 male, and I, 21 female, have been dating for three years. And we live in the same building, even the same floor. So we still have our own apartments, but usually we stay in just one together and switch places from time to time. Since Tuesday, I've been feeling very bad. So I came in my own apartment to isolate, even took a COVID test, but it was negative. For context, I have always been more sensitive and weak, and he is the opposite. Moving on to yesterday, I had a high fever all day. I was unable to eat, drink, or sleep. I was feeling very bad, but to my surprise, he did not care at all he visited me once as I asked him to bring me some tea and that was all I did not expect him to stay with me all day but my lowest point with 39.1 celsius I don't know what that means but y'all do the hot, math girl. That's is like it okay okay so she had that fever along with other symptoms. I had to deal with it alone and it was hard. He did not message me, call me, or make sure that I was all right. I know he's not my mother, but if it was the opposite, I would have brought him fruits, medicine, and I would have been there for him. This is making me sad now. Bonus, he went out since 19 p.m., Again, military time, not my strong point here, until 4 a.m. At 23 p.m., I was close to going to the hospital as the fever was increasing, but he did not want to come and help me. I ate cereal with milk so I could take any medicine when he had cooked food in his apartment, but he wasn't home. I'm seriously reconsidering the whole relationship now. Please advise me and let me know if I'm overreacting or if I'm right. Thank you. TLDR, my boyfriend did not care at all. and <laughs> I was extremely sick and left me all by myself for three days. Even if we live in the same building, I'm reconsidering the whole relationship. I should have just read that part. Right? <laughs> I, okay. I wanted the whole, I mean, I wanted We did. The whole we had to go through the emotions with her. Um, okay. 
So, Daniel, right off the bat, what's your opinion on that? Well, okay, so we did some investigative work. It's 102 point like three degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, that's a really bad snow. fever. That's a badass fever. That's a go to the yeah. hospital fever. It's, if my yeah. ass is in bed dying, and what, how many years were they in a relationship? You said it was like three. Three? Three. Oh, electric chair. Electric chair, none the fucking less. If you're not going to knock on my damn door to go, hello, bonsoir, how are you? Here's some tissues. No, he's dead to me. Yeah. That's my thing. If he's treating you like trash, he can go out with it. Goodbye. Okay, Matt, what are you thinking? So, just in terms of the context itself. <laughs> Daniel, like, by the way, just turned. He was like, mm. Yeah, okay. he, just, he just flashed me with his hair in his face. <laughs> I, when I'm sick, I don't like to be taken care of. Right. So like, I don't, oh. I don't know their previous relationship. There may be a time where she's like, I, she was closed off. She doesn't want to be taken care of. So not defending the guys, but I think there's other elements at play, like depending on their previous relationships is this guy, what's his love language. Do you know what I mean? And also yeah. what's his job? Like if he works with kids, I can understand him being like, babe, I love you. And we don't, he could have texted her in the past and been like, babe, I love you, but I can't get kids sick. But clearly he didn't communicate that though. Like if they were in a relationship for three years, <gasps> you would be Luke. Lucas. If you were in a relationship Lucas, getting years, fired up about this. Yeah, Luke said F this man. <laughs> if, if you're in a relationship- I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying add, add that element in. No, she would know. She wouldn't have made this Reddit post if that was not made clear. Three years in a relationship, you know if your girl or man needs to be taken care of yeah. what they need. He's getting okay. lazy. He's getting comfortable. No. He's, I, so, okay, I'm going to play devil's advocate here, right? So I agree with Matt. Obviously, there was some reason why he wasn't helping. Like, yes, maybe, exactly. maybe it was work. Maybe he can't get sick because of work. I mean, I, right. I don't know. But open your effing mouth and just say that. Like, right, right. where, this is a three-year relationship and they don't have the communication skills to just be like, hey, um, first of all, I'm, and I'm not saying he's entirely to blame. I'm not saying she's entirely to blame, but I'm just like, if I was sick and my boyfriend wasn't doing a good job taking care of me, I would not be posting this on Reddit. I would be like, right. let's yeah. have a talk right, right now. And I'd have the thermometer sticking out of my mouth and, and the blanket with me. And I'd be like, 1, I don't feel good. Right. Where are you? Right. You know what I mean? Like I would literally just say that right away. Um, and if I was him, if, okay, let's say roles were reversed and let's be honest, the three of us, like yeah, right. Daniel's famous, famous motto booked and busy. Right. And busy, it's babe. like, sometimes shit happens. Sometimes we have work. So I'm like, yep. if I, like, if he was, he had COVID or she had COVID, whatever the deal, I would be like, Hey, I, you know, I feel so bad. Like, let me do whatever I can, but like, I really can't get sick right now. And I'm just trying to just for work, whatever. But it's like, why aren't they talking? That's the thing. I mean, it's they may be talking and she may have had a couple crazy talks that we don't see on Reddit. No, I You have to her. take every True. Reddit post with a grain of salt because I know when, you know, when I'm in, when I'm feeling a certain way <laughs> and we all as people, we all tell mostly our side of the story, if not True. with a little bit of okay, color. But so we don't know. You, you, you take a stop in the parking lot. <laughs> Go for it. We don't know <laughs> if homie got, you know, let's say, this, what's her name, Ellen? I don't know. If homie got Ellen Tylenol cold and left it on the counter and that no. just wasn't enough because she wanted soup, right? She asked for soup, but he gave her Tylenol cold. I don't know. There's some elements that we don't know in this. And now let me say this. Okay. When you're talking to your friends, you might exaggerate the story. Matt surely knows that one. <laughs> yeah. But when you're on fucking you're Reddit- You're welcome. When you're on Reddit and you're like, someone help. 
I might break up with this man. I'm sure we're getting the story. Listen, I'm I know, sure I know, we're getting no, the no, story. No, 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 shut no. Up. I know if I had 102.3 fever, I would not feel good enough to go online and be like, I had a bowl of frosted flakes with almond milk. <laughs> And he never came into my room. <laughs> no, like, but you would. Okay, <laughs> hold on. Is she Southern now? What was that accent? Apparently, he knows her. No, but that's like, it's just terrible. It's not like she was like, he only messaged me once, but like once wasn't. No, she was like, this man, zero. No communication. It was like, she was dead. The body was still fucking warm. And then he left. Okay, I'm going to, can I propose this instance? Okay, yeah, I want to hear it. it. Okay. So what would you guys think if, okay, you're in a relationship, your boyfriend goes, hey, babe, Ryan. Don't go to this party. A lot of people have been sick. Like we have an event next week. You can't get sick. Please don't go to the party. And you go to the party anyway, and you're super sick. Would you be pissed off as the other person, the couple that was like one thousand percent? Okay, one thousand percent. Because it's okay. like you have a big event to go to. People are getting sick. Like we can't afford to get sick, and then you get sick. So would you treat them? I personally would still take care of them, but I'd be pissed. One thousand percent. You would take care of your significant other because you love them. Because this you is love a three-year relationship. Correct. correct. Okay, this so that like, makes sense. But so what was the point of that, Matt? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, exactly. I'm sitting here like this. Okay. The, the the point of it was, I was just, I genuinely wanted to know, like, would you be? Uh, my mind went to the idea hmm. of maybe he told her not to go somewhere. Oh, and, that's okay. Matt like, makes a good point. Not the victim shaming. I'll say it. No, not, not the, victim shaming. No, but not Matt the, makes. That makes a good point. What if, what, like, I told, I'm sorry, it didn't register, but now that you just said that, like, maybe the boyfriend was like, hey, like, had, I need you to be cautious. It's like, yeah, I get it. I get it. I going to propose to her. I'm reading, wait, I'm reading it back again. And he's angry. Or the he's frosted flakes. Mad. He, and he's angry. I, okay, so now we're like totally going off the rails and like making up stuff. I, like, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I kind of agree with Daniel. If, yeah. If this woman is going on Reddit, she's not just she she's got to be telling most of the truth, right? I mean, like, I don't feel like she would just say her side of the story because she's asking for feedback. She should have been like, you know, I, I just feel like he hasn't done shit. Like she would say something if he had done something, right? Well, then it's isn't it obvious at that point your the relationship is done? Okay. I mean, well, here's the thing: is she does say he visited me once after I asked him to bring me some tea, and that was all. So she's saying he did do something after I asked him, but you shouldn't have to ask. No, you should. If I'm in bed dead, my man better be bringing me shit. Dude, point I, blank. I am not defending him. He should be taking care of her. I'm just playing devil's advocate of. I wonder what his side of the story is. I'm I'll just curious. Do. Yeah. I'm like, so, okay, this is kind of off topic, but I had a friend and she had a boyfriend and she got really, really ill and he like mm -hmm. just didn't take care of her. And yeah. um, she literally like had been to the point where she was honestly very similar story and they, they broke up really soon after. And I, I think it was just like the guy was trying to give her signs. Like, I don't want to be with you. Honestly, this girl should break up with him. This is this is obvious. This sign. guy doesn't give a shit about her. You know what? Her. It's a sign. He's yeah. he, people. We communicate yes. with action. That's so true. I that's why I just think like it's done. Like if he's that inconsiderate, like you have a hundred and three degree fever, he visited you once after you had to ask him. Yeah. What are we doing? He's, he's getting comfortable, wants, and he has to go. I don't think he's getting comfortable. I think he wants to indirectly be done, like wow. Jackie said. Yeah. That's like a douchebag move. Just say how you feel. Homegirl's dying on I the know. brink of death, and this man just doesn't care. Okay, you know what y'all are going to be hearing on this podcast a lot? Communicate. Yes. That's all I'm going to yes. say. I have realized communication say. is the sexiest thing that you can have in a relationship. It really is. Having a good communicator, I'm like, oh, oh, 
makes you feel some type of way. You know, it's funny because um, I think all three of us are really good communicators. Like we all yes. say how we feel about things and we don't hold anything back. Um, but it was funny because when I was in relationships with guys, I was always afraid to say how I felt and just like never was just like didn't want to bother them and didn't want to be, oh, new Jackie. Like now I'm like, listen, this is how I mother feel. So if there was like- the Are you wearing my shirt? Yes. What was the same your mom had? <laughs> Are you wearing my shirt? I told you I was wearing your shirt. That's the one I was going to- mm. um, My mom has always said- <laughs> Say what your mom says. My goodness, so stretch it out. Um, <laughs> you can never say the wrong thing to the right person. Yes. And, no. you know, I was just so taken back with that statement because it's so true. I mean, even now we all, we all have our ups and downs, but I think the hardest thing is to be yourself and push past the idea of having to be certain someone to appease everyone. I agree. That's the hardest thing. So and the big takeaway here, first of all, that like literally your mom's quote that is what we should all be living by you can um, never say the wrong thing to the right person tattoo that on me please seriously but okay. it's like she said she said that she did and his his actions were clear you know what i mean clear. so it's yep. like she shouldn't hesitate i'm like girl i agree if you're listening to the podcast like he's out like he's, he's he he's already out actually here he's already out and so they're not like, living with each other though that's three years that's also i, I want to take that back three years they've been dating they live in the same apartment building and they just I, i'm very confused on that like statement i don't know some people want to wait till marriage and that might be their thing mm -hmm. but it's also like i think you gotta move in before one thousand percent yeah this is right yeah but yeah. so why are they moving there's so many red flags in this there statement is. he has to go he's cl it's clear he's out he's already checked out yeah he's he gone care. he's okay. literally out already mentally yeah. and so yeah. we just need to cut the whole thing off 100 okay. by the way i love our producer was so on the fever New number, like I was like, what's thirty six point one Celsius? And he's yes. like, two point three fever. I was like, oh, okay. He knows what he right. knows what's up. I love it. I know. I'm like Alex. Props. Okay, so we're gonna do another story. Another story time. This one's titled "My One Year Toxic Relationship." Ooh. I'm scared. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm like, I'm okay. Excited. Let me put a cake. Oh up no, here. you guys. I think this one's gonna be heavy. So like, let's like brace yourselves here. Okay. It says trigger warning and some self-harm continue at your own will oh 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 y'all okay. this is gonna get intense okay so okay. i was in a pretty toxic relationship with this guy i was head over heels for he was kind for a little then he began expecting from me i thought it was normal and i gave in i regret it oh no my heart's already hurting i never really thought much about it because i was so trusting and blinded by well love or something like that Four months into our relationship, he revealed that he was still in touch with his ex and hung out with her. I warned him that something would happen and to not hang out with her anymore, but he didn't listen. Another week passed and we got into a fight over his ex and he said he's going to a bar with her. I begged him not to. He went anyways and drunk messaged me saying, sorry, I messed up. I was asleep at the time and asked him what he was talking about. Then he told me that he had slept with his ex and that he promised to stop talking to her I forgave him and everything was fine for three months. Then Valentine's Day came. I asked him to spend it with me over call. He lived in a different country. He said he wanted to go out with his ex. I asked why he was still talking to her. He promised not to. He left me and read for two days. Oh, oh no. Oh, hell no. Okay. I received a text from him at one in the morning saying, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It happened again but I'm the backseat once again. I questioned what happened. He then told me that he screwed his ex in the backseat of her car at her house 
and in her kitchen all in one night. Then I forgave him one last time again. Nothing happened for a little. Then he became demanding and verbally abusive. I became numb. I started cutting myself. I confronted him, but he didn't care. He said his ex is better and that I need to lose weight. I lost friends because I thought I had to be there 24-7 for this guy. I barely left my room. I didn't eat, but he was happy that I was slimming out but still degraded me and compared me to his ex. I slowly dis distanced myself from him as much as I could. He still loved his ex. I knew it always did, but I was scared of losing him and be being alone. So I put up with that for a whole year. I lost myself more and more. And if it went longer than a year, I don't think I'd be here. I soon was able to end it. He begged me not to. I just told him that he belongs with his ex. There's more. A month before my old phone broke, I lost my accounts because I'm bad with passwords. I get it. This was a month ago during all this COVID mess. He messaged me telling me that he found another girl other than his ex, showed me a picture, and I said, God, I can tell why you cho chose her. She's a thin girl just like you like them. He then proceeds to tell me that he has COVID because they decided to screw. I can't tell you how much I laughed at this fact. I called him an idiot because I knew he'd make it. He did. Now I never wish death on people it just depends on what you did and frankly he just got his karma and that made my day for the rest of the month y'all are kidding me right now did i just read that ending right hey, edit i'm happy read that one more time for okay me. and then she put edit i'm happy to listen to any opinions about it if you think i shouldn't have laughed at him having covid okay did i so read that right i thought he passed away no 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 i think i he think he passed no, I think he passed. Hold on. I can't tell you how much I laughed at this fact. I called him an idiot because I knew he'd make it. He, he did. did. Oh, now I never wish death on people. Just to pass. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I thought that he was deceased. No, 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 no. I was like, no, he's fine. The bitch is still kicking. Jackie, I do. I, oh my gosh. My heart just sank same. so much. I same. was like, I'm sorry. So I'm reading these and you know how Reddit people write. There's no punctuation. There's a bunch no. of errors in there. So I read no. that and I was like... I'm deceased. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, but tell me why, though, I wasn't okay. mad about it. Yeah, Daniel Daniel supported it. Daniel was happy with the answer. I was like, girl, get your giggle on, bitch. After everything he fucking put you through, I said, period. Oh, my gosh. Horrible. Okay, honestly, I'm, I hope people don't judge me. I'm, I'm in the same camp as Daniel. I don't feel like that. this. This guy put her through hell. Yeah. Honestly... COVID is a tame punishment. He'll be seeing it later. Karma's a bitch. So this yeah, is just the This is nothing. This is the layup. This is yeah. a, this is a sociopath. This I agree. A clear indications of a sociopath. And once you've dated them, you know how to avoid them. And you can see them from a mile away. So the only silver lining I hope for this, this girl coming out of it is A, she's not self-harming, but um, B, to take take what happened with this guy and like not let it happen again. That's the only yeah. silver lining you have with sociopaths because you get experience on how to avoid them. I think he was a Scorpio. Ha! <laughs> that's a Scorpio. I'm an Aries! That's an Aries, are you I'm kidding? An Aries! Don't you ever put me in that Scorpio camp. Scorpios aren't that bad. Scorpio men can rot in really? hell. Agreed. I've, I've never Agreed. met a good Scorpio Agreed. man in my life. Never. No, but kind of, listen, on a real note, going back to like, it just like sucks though because when you find someone who you think like loves you and cares for you, you get attached to that. And, I think we've all been able to relate like when you've for been sure. single for so long and you find someone who gives you an ounce of like mm -hmm. happiness, you cling on to that. And then it starts getting well, toxic and you want to go back to like, sometimes I'm not saying everybody, you know, I think, I think to prevent that, sorry to cut you off No, to prevent that though, it's really important that you do 
research and understanding about your attachment style. Yeah. You know, what is, which we, which we develop as kids. 100. Like when you go through PTSD with your parents and your family, whatever you go through, we develop ways to cope and we all go through different things. There's so many different styles of attachment. So I agree. if this, you know, lovely girl was, you know, going through, has a certain way of being attached, then and she may not even realize she's addicted to that abuse. You know, that's still agree, input yeah. that's giving her serotonin regardless. Yeah. So it's breaking so, down that. Um, honestly, I love the saying that you should look into your attachment style. I think that's super important. Like, um, I do think that this girl sounds like a gem of a human. Like she sounds right. like a people okay. pleaser and she was just so enamored with him, yeah. but it's, you need to put down boundaries or then it starts to become it's on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's Stop like, being she, nice when it comes to boundaries. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I've been where this girl's been. Like I have a hundred percent been this girl, which it's like, she shouldn't be ashamed. Like we all go through life. And I feel like we all have that one where like my eyes starting to twitch here. I'm like, we all have that one where we're just so stupid. And you're just like, how did I do that yeah. to myself? Yeah. But you, you, we yeah. live and we learn. Right. I do think that like, it's important though for, I hope some people don't have to learn the hard way. I hope that they watch this podcast or they t they have people in their lives like these fabulous gents next to me who teach them that like you need to be so strong with who you are and love yourself oh. like so much that you're like, I will not, I love myself too much to let someone treat me like this. Like, oh, it's, it's about finding your self-worth. And I feel like that's what I found like even just recently, like the past two months, like I have come back like from, my study abroad and I was like, I know who I am. I know what I have to offer and I'm not going to be dealing with men's bullshit. And it's like, once you can do that and filter that way, the right men will come in, but it's like finding your worth and understanding that and not diminishing yourself for another human being. And I will never ever do that again. Yeah. I know. I, it's so funny. Like, it's like this weird, I know this sounds super California girl, but it's like the third eye opens. Like my, I was blind. Like I literally was just like dating all these super toxic people. And I'm like, why are they so mean to me? Like, why do they treat me like this? And it's like Matt said, it's like your third eye opens and you learn to like love and you respect yourself and you see them a mile away. Like oh. the red flags are flying and you're not like, I. you're, because we all, we used to have a running joke between the three of us that I just run through red flags. I'm like, yeah. here she's we a go. Bull. <laughs> yeah, he's a bull. But she no, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't want to hurt. Like you ain't even worth it. Like, I don't want to hurt. Like I, I'm so happy with myself and my life and I just, you ain't worth it. And yeah. I think that, um, I'm, I feel so heartbroken that this girl went through this, but I kind of like like that she can laugh about this now. And I I feel like she is starting to see herself. No. I hope she continues to further see herself in a deeper level. You know, right. like it's like, it's so funny though. It's like we become disconnected from ourselves, right? Oh, like, and, and sometimes love and a hot guy it, or hot girl, whatever, can easily disconnect our, us from ourselves. And it's like so important to like, you know, not get caught up in that. And I wish I had the, the key. I, for me, it's like, I see them and I'm like, oh. Yeah, but hi. there's also- And then I'm like, I don't want to hurt actually. I can see, I can, yeah. I can see the red flags. I don't want to be in pain, so I'm good but you. There's also that like Jax, so we don't want to hurt, right? But when you do meet someone that might be good for you, how much of it, are you projecting, not you specifically, just referring mm -hmm. globally, are, yeah. are we projecting past hurt onto a person, right? Mm -hmm. or, or, oh, this, I assume, because I haven't heard back in X, Y, Z, 
it's because of this, a past situation that would have happened. And how much does bringing up our past and letting it affect how we navigate the present, how much does that take us out of actually enjoying and growing something organic? That's true too. Matt, actually I'll call for advice like with guys and he'll just be like, just stop. Just like enjoy the moment and just like, he's like, just let this be what it's supposed to be. Like he's literally said that to me. Like I'll be like, oh, I think he's bad news and I think this and that. And he's just like, just like live the moment. You know what I mean? And not be so hard on mm. yourself, you know? I I think that, um, you know, we're all going to make mistakes that F-boy or F-girl is going to, like, sometimes get in, you know? And it's like, just give yourself some grace. But and, like, just so, live in it, the moment and be okay with it, you know? It's it's just, like, I feel like falling in love is hopping out of an, an airplane with, without, a without a parachute. And you're going to land without a parachute so many times. But every time you have the opportunity to hop, you have to hop because one time you're gonna you're gonna you fall and you're gonna have a parachute and it's gonna be a beautiful landing. And you're gonna have someone with you when you fall. I love it. Can you just move over your little? <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> I love you. That moment was so beautiful and we, it was, we obviously because if you hold yourself back but from past relationships and past things so hopefully this girl doesn't do that hopefully she doesn't let this like defy her right. in the future she'll never be able to like explore like the beauty of like what is to be out there and it does seem like she's moving on and i feel like period bitch laugh at it and keep moving on what a terrible human being and he'll get what's coming to him i'm not worried mm, karma baby Karma's it's a bitch good. and it's coming for you yes. um all right y'all that was our first episode Really? Yeah. That was so fun. Yeah, I had fun. so much fun. Um, Danny, Matt, y'all are amazing. Um, everybody watching at home, just tell them like where they can find you and like what's the latest with y'all because I think that's always important to do. What's your OnlyFans taste of twink? I don't have an OnlyFans. I do not have an OnlyFans. <laughs> but Matthew Bapadia does. Oh. <laughs> $25 a month, ladies and gentlemen. It's not even news. It's worth it. Oh it's not gosh. even news. Okay, Daniel, what is your social? Stop um, picking on Matt. Just Daniel underscore Kuzumano. Like, that's it. And I think, you know, if you want to, great. If you don't, also iconic. You should, because his content's hilarious. Both of them are amazing. And then Matt, give them your handle and all that jazz. It is Matt, M-A-T-T, Papadia, P-A-P-P-A-D-I-A. Danny, you had your moment. <laughs> I cannot. Y'all are slavery. And then I'm a Jackie Jang. Thank y'all for listening to the first episode of Healing Heartbreakers. Good luck, Jax. Bye. Bye.